Welcome to the Pubcast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Yes, um, so HollywoodLife.com is, uh, we're kind of a, a celebrity news, entertainment, uh, style, beauty, kind of all of, all of the above um, website, uh, primarily for female readers uh, between the ages of 18 and 35. That's kind of our, our target, but really I think we get a lot of younger readers because it is the internet and we do write about Justin Bieber. So we get a ton of, a ton of younger uh, female readers as well. Um, my... So, you know, we, we do uh, breaking news anytime big stories happen. We kind of um, – we report on, on what celebrities do less in sort of a tabloidy sense and more in uh, kind of like a – we try to have like a friendly voice. Like if, you know, if, if we think a celebrity is in a really bad relationship, we'll like kind of talk to them like a friend and, you know, be really delusional and all that. Um, uh, so what I do is actually sort of – completely apart from that. I am the entertainment editor, so I'm in charge of uh, mostly our TV coverage, which is a huge part of our site. Um, And that is just uh, news about shows, interviews with people on shows, uh, recaps of shows. Um, So kind of, I I sort of, they are my, like the characters on these shows are sort of my celebrities. Like they're the people that I track and obsess over. So that that is what I do. So as someone in an industry that has gone under a major upheaval in the digital age, uh, how do you feel about people saying that print is dead, and do you agree? Well, it's funny, because I I graduated not too long ago, uh, 2009. Uh, I guess that is kind of a long time ago, but 2009. Um, And I worked for our college paper at Ithaca College. Um, And it was, that's all I heard was, you know, print is dead, like it's all dying. And I don't know if, dead isn't necessarily the right word i don't think i mean yes print is is going away because you know it's it costs a lot of money to print things the internet is so readily accessible that people aren't they don't want to pay for this print object they want to just go online and get it for free i think that's that's one of the things so in a lot of ways like it's it's true and i'm seeing it firsthand um we actually i'm i'm recently i've become a lot more involved in our ad sales for our site and you can just see the way, like even advertisers, they're really, really starting to move from advertising in print to advertising online because they know a that's where way more eyeballs are. Um, I, I just think the world itself is be, is sort of moving from reality in person to digital online. Um, you know, it, it it makes sense. You know, you can you can kind of you don't just see a picture of a shirt in a magazine. You can see it online. You can click on it. You can buy it. Like it's just we're sort of a more interactive world now, and I think that is that is a part of the reason that print is, is kind of going by the wayside, is just people want to interact more. So what parts of online do you prefer over print? I think just like the excitement of, of the immediacy of things, I think. Um, you know, when a story breaks, you write about it immediately, and it's up, and you're getting, you can update it, and you're getting, uh, reader response is another really, really big thing. You know, you don't just write an article and then in a newspaper, put it out there and then wonder what people think or wait till they send a letter to the editor. Uh, you know, you get a comment immediately or a tweet immediately and you, I mean, they'll, they'll tell you you're an idiot. They'll tell you they like you. Like it's, it's fine. I mean, it's like, I kind of welcome a criticism either way. I, I don't tend to get too many negative responses just because 
I don't write controversial things. Um, but uh, it's just fun either way. And I mean, people to tell you like, you know, thanks. I've been really looking for this. Like, thank you for being my resource. So it's like, it's kind of more satisfying for a lot of reasons. So there's been a lot of talk about self-publishing versus, uh, I guess you could call it traditional publishing uh, when it comes to books, at least. But does that translate uh, to your industry? I'm talking more like would a website like Hollywood Life um, have some have be competing with, say, a blog? What's really interesting is I think that actually I was having this conversation the other day that uh, the idea of people being able to do things on their own now without having to go the traditional route actually applies to a lot of different things. I mean, people are, you know, they don't need a, a studio to record an album. They have all the software on their own computer to like produce their own album. So, and I think uh, in the world of journalism, it's very much the same way. Um, you know, you don't need to be hired by a website to become a famous blogger. You can just create your own blog. And then if it catches fire, it catches fire. I mean, look at like somebody like Perez Hilton, um, who I hate more than anything. Uh, he actually, he started in, in print, um, at star magazine way back in the day. And then he just kind of created his own website and then it, it grew to be this huge thing. So, uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot easier for people to get the writing out there now. Um, but at the same time, I think there are drawbacks, you know, if you're just doing your own thing and you don't have somebody sort of looking over what you're doing, I think, it's easier to, there's just a lot of clutter out there. There's a lot of um, opinions and a lot of people who, you know, maybe when you, when you work for like a real place with like, like an institution, you know, you have fact checking and you have uh, just, just a system that, or, that you have to go through and taking that away, I think creates a lot of, a lot of trouble. I think. Yeah. So you're saying like, is journalism, is that a threat to journalism? Well, are blogs direct competition, or how do blogs and websites share the space on the internet? Oh, um, well, yeah, actually, in a lot of ways, there's there's like a whole thing of like fan blogs are actually we work really well with them because what they'll do is like, you know, fans may be so obsessed about one topic that they will notice something that I didn't like. Let's say I'm writing about a TV show. Uh, the, a fan blog of that show may be so obsessed with it and so tuned in that they'll notice something I didn't. And so then I can sort of source them and say, you know, hey, like, add it into my story, link to them. They love the attention and, and they get some traffic. So in a lot of ways, I think the relationship can be symbiotic in, in that way, um, which is cool um, if, you, if, if done correctly. So could you tell us uh, more about how did you get into the position you're in? Uh, like, what was your career trajectory starting from, like, what you majored into college to now? Yes. Well, I always I always knew I wanted to do, to do journalism, which is why I was a journalism major. Um, I knew pretty early on that I wasn't going to be, you know, writing about politics or the war in Iraq because that's just not like I wouldn't trust me as a source for that kind of information. Um, but you know, that's the cool thing about journalism is it's really you can cover whatever topic you are interested in. Uh, so that's what I did. Um, I worked at our paper for four years as an editor, well, as a reporter and then an editor. Um, I took advantage of, we had some really cool, uh, we had like a Los Angeles program where you could spend a semester there, uh, and they would set you up with an internship. So that was really cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I, I sort of knew, I actually, speaking of blogs, I had a blog in college, which, uh, was like sort of weird, not, it wasn't huge, but it was weirdly successful for a college blog. Um, so that 
kind of inspired me. And I was like, oh, maybe you really can do something with this. So that's sort of the between the entertainment and the online. And then that's that was how that became my focus. Um, and then from one of my internships that I had uh, was at Star Magazine, which is terrible. And I would never do that again. Uh, but they said, hey, our former editor is starting this new website, Hollywood Life. Like, you should just email her and see what happens. So I did. I just blind emailed her, like, personal email address. And I was like, hey, Bonnie Fuller, like, I would love to work for you in any capacity. I know you're starting a new website. And then I did an interview and then I got in. So uh, it's really – all you need to know is, like, one person who happens to know one other person. And then it kind of, like, gets the ball rolling. So how do you decide what content to write about? Because uh, on Hollywood Life, I see that uh, you have different tabs dedicated to certain popular celebrities and couples. Uh, how do you decide who gets the spotlight and uh, how much content you write about that? We actually we have so many uh, ways of doing that. So we have um, multiple ways of, of checking a what stories we write that gets us the most that get us the most traffic. Uh, we have ways of seeing what people are searching for that bring them to our site. So, you know, we, we know that like, there's just an insane amount of people Googling Justin Bieber. And like, so we want to take advantage of that. We want to be the place that they get to. So really like, as you see at the top, you know, there's Justin Bieber, there's Rihanna, there's, um, yeah, God, case doing our bats, Robin Kristen from twilight. Um, it's sort of whatever is hot at the time. You know, I'm trying to think of things that were up there, um, I know we we once we had vampires up there for a while uh, because they do huge for us uh, between Twilight and Vampire Diaries and True Blood and there was just that sort of vampires are still popular but there was a time when just people were like obsessed with vampires so that was up there um, I think we had like a Lindsay Lohan one up there so it's really just like whatever is popular at the time we kind of capitalize on um, because that's another thing that I love about the internet is like it's so immediate it's like what people care about like right now and what people care about today could be different from what they care about tomorrow. So when you're working for a, a weekly magazine or a monthly magazine, like it's a, it's, it's a lot harder to sort of stay on top of things and be relevant. And I think that's what I like about working online too. So how much content do you end up posting a day? Um, we don't have a set amount, but like when we first started, we were putting up, I'd say like 35 stories a day. And I would say now that's up to like 60 um, which is like an insane amount of just like, and that, that's everything though. That's my TV stories. That's our fashion stories, our beauty stories, our news stories all together. Um, I think the most we've ever done is like 70 and that's really disgusting and an insane amount of things to be putting on the internet. Um, so yeah, it's really just a matter of if there's a huge news story going on that day. Yeah. We're going to put up a lot more stories. Um, there are slower days. There are, more intense days, but it, it varies. We don't have like a set number, but whatever, whatever happens, happens. I've spoken to other entertainment journalists and, uh, they tell me like horror stories of having to be forced to write about Justin Bieber nauseating amounts. Uh, I know that's not necessarily what you write about, but, uh, how can you write so much specific content about a specific, uh, say character or show and keep it fresh? Um, well, I think, and that's another reason why I love, covering TV shows is because there's something new every day. You know, somebody new uh, gets cast on the show or the network sends you a new picture from the show. And people, because of the internet, they're so ravenous. Like, uh, one new picture of a show, like, you know, True Blood just released, like, a new photo from the upcoming season. You put it up, 
all the True Blood fans are coming on and they're talking about it and they're obsessing over it and they're analyzing it. And it's like the internet has just created this this community of just people who cannot get enough of these things. And so um, any angle we can take on things, uh, we do. And I think that's that's the thing is like finding new angles, finding new ways to write about the same topic. So what are your favorite shows to cover? Oh, boy. Um, God, there's so many. Uh, what's really weird is I know I'm a 25 year old man, but our, I don't like to say man, I'm 25 year old man child. Um, but our readers are female and they're younger. So I end up writing about things like the vampire diaries and pretty little liars. And I love both of those shows to death. Um, I probably would watch them even if I wasn't working here. Um, but it's really a good excuse to say, Oh, I have to watch this for work. Like, it's so bad, but I love it. Um, so I'd say those two because it's, I mean, there are shows I write about where I just don't get any response from people. Like I love, I love game of Thrones. Like that's one of my favorite shows, but it doesn't get the same response from our readers that a show like pretty little liars or the vampire diaries will. So it's like whatever, whatever ignites their interest and gets them talking a lot and, and allows me to talk back to them, I think is, is those are my favorites. So do you watch these shows at work or at home? I, I would I also, yeah, I do get to watch um, TV at work, which I like, you know, if I have, uh, if most jobs, if you, if your boss walks by and you have a TV show playing in the corner of your screen, they're going to get mad at you. But at my job, that happens to be my job, um, which is really fun. Um, I try not to watch a lot of TV when I'm not working um, because it's just like, it's like anything else, you know, when you, whatever you do for a living, you don't want to do that all the time. So even when you're, even when TV is your job, like it starts to be less entertaining and less fun <laughs> because you feel like you're working when you're watching TV. Um, but at the same time, there are shows that I feel like I have to catch up on. So yeah, in my free time, I do end up watching a lot of TV. Has your job changed the way you watch TV, even when it's like just for fun? Yes. Uh, when I'm watching TV, if, if it's a show that I that's like one of my shows that I write about, um, if I'm watching it live, like while it's actually airing, I will probably be tweeting about it. Um, I have to write recaps of shows, so like as soon as a show is over, within an hour, I have to have like a post up about that, sort of summarizing what happened, giving my opinion, asking readers for their opinion. Which means while I'm watching the show, my mind is sort of doing two things: like I'm watching it and I'm processing it, and I'm thinking about what I'm going to write. And a lot of times I actually write while I watch. So it's like, I, I start to wonder if I'm even really like fully enjoying this show or if I'm just like taking it in and like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's weird. So I do a lot of, I multitask now way more than I used to. I don't just like sit on the couch and watch TV anymore. Like I, I miss that. Just, I miss just watching and not doing anything else. How many shows do you cover for Hollywood life? Um, I cover, I don't know the exact number. I would say in total, probably like 20 to 25. Um, not necessarily on all at the same time. Like there are some shows that are only on in the summer. There are some that, uh, stagger. Um, but I would say probably a total of 20 to 25 shows. Do you ever see yourself ever moving to print publishing or will you stick mostly to online? Yeah, I mean, this is this is my first job out of of college, and I've I've gotten to grow a lot in it, so it's been really cool. Um, as long as I am in publishing, yes, I will be online. I'm not going to go back to print. Um, 
not that no, there's nothing wrong with print. I, I think it's great, but I feel like once you've established yourself online, it's kind of hard to like, I don't even know what, like the word deadline, like, I don't even know what that means anymore. Like <laughs> if I'm thinking like, you know, printers and, and publishing and all that, it's just like, I almost wouldn't even know how to function in that world anymore. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm going to be doing like editorial stuff for the rest of my life. Like I think going into PR might be really fun down the road when I'm, you know, I don't, I can't be like 40 and writing about like little girl shows. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'll probably be watching them in secret, but I can't write about them. All right. So we're going to be wrapping up soon. Do you have any closing thoughts on publishing or anything else we talked about? Hmm. I guess I just, uh, uh, an encouraging thought from me to the students of America. Um, I think we, it's really easy to get discouraged when you're in school and people are telling you like print is dead. Like what you're doing is dead. It's a dying industry, but really like it's not dying. It's just changing. It's like when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, the caterpillar goes away and it's very sad. But what comes out is a beautiful butterfly. (laughs) Like, you know, the world is changing. Yes, it's going digital. And, like, a lot of people hate that because they love getting ink on their fingers or whatever. But um, it's a really exciting time where, like, new things can be, like, you get to try new things and you get to, like, be the first person to do a new kind of thing. So I think it's it's important to remember that change can be good and it's not totally, not totally a downer. So I guess we'll end there on uh, that positive note. That was Andy Swift of Hollywood Life, and this was Bobby with the Pubcast. Tune in next week for more interviews with more electronic publishing professionals. This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.